Welcome to the Met! And yes, I said Met, not Sayer, not Set, but today it's the Met. And that's because we got a special guest with us today. And we have no Sam today, which some of you are definitely sad about. Just kidding, I get, bet you guys are extremely excited. No Sam today. I hope you're as excited as we are. <laughs> this is going to be good. Just so. kidding, Sam. We love you. But No, I, I was not kidding. All right. <laughs> I was kidding. You guys can talk that out later. All Before right. we get into this week's episode, uh, let's uh, <laughs> tell you who our sponsor is. And that is the Walking Wallet app. Yes, sir. Picture this. You just received your paycheck after an amazing time at work. You see the amount and you're beaming with joy at the big dollar signs. Now you ask yourself. Self, how much money do I want to save and how much am I able to spend? You know, it can be challenging to find a balance and fully grasp financial budgeting. Until now, introducing the Walking Wallet app. Use the Walking Wallet app to automatically budget your paychecks. Help you keep track of your spending app uh, habits and feel more in control of your finances. You can get started today with 12 months unlimited access. Go to the website, walkingwalletapp.com slash start. Once again, thanks for sponsoring us, and we greatly appreciate it. And today, we have a guest, obviously, filling in for Sam, Matt Landry. He's a two-time DVC All-Star, one-time Central Mass All-Star for basketball. He's also a pivotal catcher for baseball. He does it all. Welcome, Matt. Appreciate appreciate you having me, and uh, I've been trying to get on forever. So it, yeah, uh, Matt Matt Matt's been on it. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to get on here forever. So it's uh, I've been watching been watching some of the podcasts. So it's nice to finally get on here and be with you guys. Yeah, we gotta support the OG fans. But yeah, we Sam. I don't know. Two weeks in a row, we can't have the core three. And come on, Sam. Yeah, we had a, we had a call on a friend. So glad that you got to be here today. All right, we're gonna get to the quick hits. We don't got Sam to do this, so right. I'll take it. Uh, Buster Posey, longtime catcher for the Giants, only 34 years old, retired. You know, he racked up so many awards. He was a star in the Giants' early 2010 World Series runs. Mm -hmm. And this is a surprise to all the MLB retiring so early. Yeah. I, I, I was really shocked, honestly. Um, I mean, he had, his, uh, he had his stint in his career where he was hurt for a couple of years. And he came back pretty strong, I thought, uh, this year. Yeah, with, a, a with, a, with a strong with a strong Giants team that unfortunately didn't make anything mm -hmm. about that great regular season they had, but um, I think coming off all those injuries and coming back from it all, I think he had a good season. So I, I was kind of shocked to see him go. He's he's one of my favorite catchers uh, in this, I guess, kind of two thousands yeah. era. Um, well, I was gonna ask you since you you're a catcher yourself, do you have like any like catchers that you look up to? Um, him. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, growing up, um, Buster Posey was always the guy. I mean, obviously there's Yachty, Yachty and Molina, mm. but um, yeah, I always looked up. I always looked up to, to uh, what's his face there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always looked up to Buster Posey. Uh, I always looked up to Posey yeah, because guy. I mean, when I was growing up, like I mean, obviously I started playing baseball like really young, but once I started to get into like watching the MLB. That was when the Giants were on top. Like I think they made the championship like three out of five yeah. years. They made the World Series. Yeah, three out of five years. He won three rings. So he was that big name catcher, and he kept that status for a long time. So I I looked up to him a lot. So. Yeah, tough to see when legends go. People you look up to. Uh, Jack Eichel, uh, hockey star, finally been traded. He was trapped at the the Sabers for so many years, and finally got released to Vegas. And man, I am so happy for him. This this guy is the 
I mean, he's basically the best player in the he's draft besides, deal. obviously, McDavid. When you're in a draft with McDavid, you're not going to be the best. But besides that, he's the best in any other draft class. This dude's a star. And once he comes back from surgery, I mean, he's going to really help Vegas. Hopefully they're con- like contending in the pitcher by then. So that that's a great look. Um, the Odell drama continues, and we're getting closer and closer where he's on a new team. He's told not to show up to practice earlier, and then the Browns released him. And all different stuff happened with waivers and everything, but cleared waivers, so now he's able to sign where he wants. And, I mean, this is one of the biggest stars ever to hit waivers. I, where do you guys think he's going? I heard that, um, I mean, just seeing it today, um, I saw that there's big-name options for him and teams that uh, have a playoff run and that if he, if he goes on those teams, he, it could really affect their playoff run. I heard the Chiefs is one. Mm-hmm. I've heard the Packers is one. I've heard the Saints is one. And also I've heard the Patriots. Yeah, the Pats have been in so. it for years and years, and I think they're still in it today. Um, the Raiders, Ravens are teams that I thought he would go to, but I haven't heard their names much. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's – who knows? He can go where he wants. He's going to go to a contender. And I still think his best option is the Ravens, but I haven't seen much Ravens reports, so I don't know. But I, I still think he's going to the Ravens. I think overlooked options are the Raiders and the Saints. Yeah, I think he's gonna end up. I just, too. I mean, obviously Simeon, like he he didn't play bad, but like I think he wants to go where he has like a legit quarterback and Mahomes, mm-hmm. Rogers, like those are guys that are legit. I think him being part of those teams too also opens up options for players like Devonte Adams. I mean, yeah. he's had obviously don't get me wrong, last year was a crazy year, and mm-hmm. this year he's having another good year. But those options for him to just keep running his routes and do what he has to do. Those can get more open now because they're going to be focused on people like Odell. And yeah. there's been videos out there. Odell's been wide open. Yeah, on no, the he's, he's still starting. Bad. Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback. No. He needs a good quarterback. I mean, Eli Manning well, is nothing th- special, but I mean, I think it's a lot Baker's better. a good quarterback. I think he just didn't work well with Odell because he like almost forced himself to like look towards Odell. And I mean, we just saw it last game. He just like he basically had a perfect passer rating, and he played phenomenal. It's just the fact that like Odell like. I don't know. You have to, like, if you have a star receiver, you have to go to them. And if you're, like, forcing yourself to do it, it's not going to work out. But Rodgers, if anything, I know he'll make it work. And having Adams and Odell as a wide receiver duo, that could be deadly. And that could finally help him get his uh, Super Bowl run. As a as a Patriots fan, though, I will say, this is this might sound bold, I don't want him on the Patriots. Really? Because, I, I, I'm thinking no either. I, I mean, mean, I think, like, don't get me wrong, he's a he's – a, I mean, the past couple of years, not really, but he's been a top name wide receiver in the past couple of years, or the cap, like the past couple like five years or so. But he's been hurt a ton. Yeah, he's been. To it too. I mean, I haven't. I mean, he's made a couple good plays in the past couple of years. Granted, the the quarterback situation, but and also I feel like he's a problem off the field. I don't. I don't think he's really a great piece of the Patriots right now. Hmm. Personally, I think he could fit better off in a better organization with a quarterback that will fit his needs but i think it's i don't think it's the right move for the patriots yeah and sam actually sent me a few takes this week and i'll I'll talk about that later with his odell take uh cubs got their steal off the waivers wade miley of the reds who's their closer and i don't know why the reds dropped him i mean he was great i think maybe just money wise and i don't know the money pitcher in mlb is weird but wade miley he was a great closer he had a great season and that's a pretty big step for the Cubs and like obviously they're completely rebuilding but you always got to have those pieces and I think he's a good piece uh Raiders signed Deshaun Jackson off waivers and obviously Deshaun wanted out of the Rams situation to go to the Raiders I I don't know how his situation got better but I don't know 
Um, Alex Ovechkin, obviously one of the biggest hockey stars. Now fourth all-time in career goals. He's at 741. 894 is the record by Gretzky, obviously. And he needs to average 33 goals a season uh, for the next five years, including this season. And his career, he's averaged 45 goals. I mean, granted he has five more years left. Do you think he can average 33 goals per season? Do you think he's going to play five more years? I mean, he's look he's looking like the Tom Brady of the he NHL. Is he 36? He's 36 he right 36? now. Yeah. And he still looks like a star. He's leading the league in goals right now. So, I mean, he he can keep going. I think he's going to obviously I think he's going to try and keep going until he can. Yeah, I think I think when you're that close to a record like that and I'm like I'm not even that big of a hockey fan, but I mean like Just in when, terms it, when of it's anything. that big of a goal like I don't think he's going to quit on that. I think yeah. he's going to try and push himself to play as much as he can and try and break it. So. And, I mean, the dude still has fun playing hockey. You can see it every night. He just enjoys it. And when you enjoy something, like, you don't want to give it up. So I think he's going to keep going. I mean, hopefully if the set podcast is going in five years, we'll be talking about this moment. So <laughs> that should be something to look forward to. Uh, Sam Darnold's out for several weeks. And actually a few hours ago is updated. He's out for, like, four to six weeks. And the Panthers are actually going to be looking around for quarterback options. So I like P.J. Walker. He's a good quarterback, but I don't know if – I think they can make the playoffs, and I think they know that. So I think they're going to be looking around. Do you think they bring back Cam Newton? That's what I was just about to say. I was just about to say. Do you what think do you they're think? going to make a return to Cam Newton? I mean, that last year when he played there, he got injured or whatever. Yeah. But that was the year that McCaffrey went off. I mean, they can find a way to – And Cam knows the system. Yeah, he knows the system. He, I mean, it's not the same quarterback, I but – Conspiracy right now. What? You guys have like a great connection right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. I mean, you look <laughs> at the waiver QBs. He's probably the best guy to bring in Newton, for the Newton's situation. Done. No, Newton's done. Right, I mean, Is yeah. He, maybe, also, maybe he comes last back. year. Last year really was just a huge disappointment. I was looking forward to have Cam Newton, but we only got one year, and obviously there's so many things at, behind it. After too, last so. year and his performance, he has clearly shown that he can't throw the ball for. Like anything, he can't throw the ball at all. He needs to work on his throwing. I went to the Maybe training camp. I went to a training camp in I think whenever. I mean, like October. Or whatever. Oh, like this se- past year? No, not October. Fucking like August. Um, when the season started, and um, he was throwing, and it just I think he completed like it was like six of like eighteen. I was like, Cam, dude, like you're supposed to be the starting quarterback for this team, and I think it was not even kidding you. Two days later, he got released, and. I just don't think he's a. Uh, I don't think he's a great option. But if you really are in desperate need of a quarterback, I mean, I think they are. So I think that might be the move. Might as well uh, give him a shot. Nick Chubb tested positive for COVID, and he's probably not going to play for the Pats. Obviously, Kareem Hunt's out too. Their other running back Felton's out. So it's looking like it's Dearness Johnson time again. I don't know. The Pats have a really good run defense. So. We'll see if Dear- if Dearness goes off again, he could like that's that's huge. He potentially get some looks from some. He's teams. gonna get a lot of looks because he'll be a legit star, and it's a tough team to go against. Did did they say that um Kareem Hunt is eligible to come off IR week ten, or is he not gonna come back? I don't think he's coming back this week. I think he might be eligible. It might be this week or next week, but he's definitely not coming back this week. He's just the injury is still there. Um, but yeah. Also, Dalvin Cook is in a situation right now. Yep. It's there's a lot of stuff to it. I'm not going to make any takes on it because there's no like not enough of, information. It's kind of just scattered everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have in my fantasy league, so I'm like kind of all over it, like yeah. looking to see what's going on. Yeah. But 
I haven't heard. Well, just make sure you got Madison yeah, as your backup. I, I picked him up right away. Yeah. But um, I believe that, I mean, as of right now, I he- I've heard nothing about him being out for Sunday. Yeah, I mean, no, there's nothing out yet. I mean, it's originally the first thing that came out. It said that he was domestically abused by, like, this his ex, former his military girlfriend. Yeah. And, like, we're like, oh, geez, like, poor dude. Like, I mean, also, you're an NFL running back and you're getting, like, beat up. Like, that's, it must be a huge situation. But things came out, like, a few hours after that of DMs that, like, he's apologizing that, like, he abused this girl. There's pictures that she got beaten up. I don't know if it's a real DM or yeah. what. I don't know I, what the heck's going on. You can fake those so easy. Yeah, I, so... I, I, for some reason, I feel like there's always cases like these in the NFL, and I feel like there hasn't been a lot about Dalvin Cook being, in like, a bad way. Yeah, I mean, I, he I seems like, like a not, legit dude, so yeah. I'm just going to wait, see what happens. We'll keep you covered. It's a little sketchy right now. And our last quick hit is that the NCAA basketball season started yesterday, and that's that's how we'll be Go looking games. in... There's, I mean, there's a lot of uh, stars, Imani Bates, um, Chet Holmgreen. Um, th- there's just, there's a lot of interesting guys. And also, quick shout out to my Brian Bulldogs. They dropped 122, highest <laughs> out of every Division One basketball team in the country. Nobody else even hit 100. Go dogs, baby. Yeah, let's go, Brian, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All, All right, right, yeah. Let's get into Ooh. the mainstream stuff. We got NBA, we got NFL, we got NHL, MLB. You know, we got all sports under an hour. Um, so first of all, we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna start with the NBA, obviously. And the headline right now is Dame, are you good? Like, what is wrong with Dame right now, guys? Last year he was averaging 28. This year he's down to like 18. He's at career low numbers. What do you think's the problem? I'm not sure. I really I have no idea, but it's. Sad to watch, sad to see. That is sad to watch. But the thing is, a lot it's not just him. There's a lot of stars that are down in their numbers, at least from last year. I mean, obviously there's talks of it being the ball. Do you think the ball's a part of it? They, wait, they switched the ball? And yeah, you think so, about the ball? Yeah. So they used, it used to be Spalding Ball for so many oh, years, okay. and they had a new deal. Wait, and they switched, now, who did they switch to? Wilson. Wilson? Yeah, yeah, so right. a lot of players don't like the feel, but... A lot of them are like, oh, I don't want to make excuses. We just have to get adjusted. And every like literally like tens of players said that. And then you have one guy, KD, he's like, yeah, I don't notice anything. So that I mean, I, mean, I hate KD, but that's that's KD, some goat KD stuff. KD is one that's of the goat best. talk right there. He's one of the uh, best I mean, players. Be like conspiracy time, right there and be like, KD made the league change the ball. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's he's the MVP front runner right now. So uh, maybe maybe he changed the balls. He liked Wilson growing up and like. Katie's, I, uh, you made me just make a conspiracy. No. Oh my wow, Katie is behind all this. I mean, if Katie's saying like something like that, I mean, he's a top tier player for the past like off character. ten years. Yeah, I mean, no, but, he knows basketball more than anybody right now in that league. I think the ball is definitely an effect. Like we've no, like you've played basketball before, and like you know, like different balls, you kind of have right. to feel and adjust yep. to the grip. So. I think that's what they're going through, but like Dame's numbers are a little like a lot lower than like a few extra shots missed. So, so what do you think about like the new foul rules? Like we're not calling as much fouls like landing. Oh yeah, I mean we oh, we talked we talked yeah, about that a few yeah. weeks ago, but like I'll bring it up again. Like I love it. It's still week by week. It's looking. Do you, crazy. But do you think that's what's affecting? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're no. not getting as many foul shots. Yeah. They're not able to I get think, to yeah. his rhythm as quickly. No, yeah, that's definitely that's points. definitely a thing because the, the shooting last year was ridiculous. People would like force themselves into people to get. Oh yeah, foul and they'd the get shots. like three foul shots every play. Yeah, and, and yeah, they that Trae stuff doesn't living off it. Trey, Trey's not doing too bad out of, out of all of them, but, like, Booker, obviously, Dame, Harden, like, they're all struggling. And 
I think they're still adjusting, but yeah, that's a huge thing because Booker's that, been doing okay the past couple of games, but he did struggle earlier on. Like, I mean, it's only been ten games, but yeah, I, I, it's I, still I know what you mean, yeah. soon. But like, I don't. That's a hundred percent a thing. But it's making basketball a lot better. Like, even like guys who are actually ballers and don't get the star treatment are showing up. Um, Morris versus Jokic, we saw it happen. Ugh. Was it last night? Idiot. Jokic is an idiot. What do you think? You so you think Jokic is in the wrong? I think he is. I mean, really? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I saw the play. Defend your take. Defend I saw your the play, and I saw the clip of him totally just shoving the dude to the ground. And the 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 comparison between what was Markeith, not Marcus, right? Yeah, it was Markeith. Marcus Morris ends up right. defending him on Twitter and everything. But yeah, it was right. Markeith. Markeith Morris like barely shoves this dude, and Jokic just destroys him. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like. There's a there's a line between like wanting to I guess like stand up for yourself on the court and just being a clown. Yeah. And just he got a suspension for it. He let he let Markeith Morris with a small shove get the best of him. And he's supposed to be an MVP caliber player. He was last year and he's got to lead that team and he's clearly not leading the team at the beginning of the year by getting a one game suspension by not being able to control himself. Yeah, so I actually have a lot on this, I actually want to go in depth on it. I'll let you talk. I'm just gonna no, just go, go ahead. just for people. No, just for people that don't know what happened. Um, basically, it was like end of the quarter or whatever, and Jokic was going for like a half court shot, and Markeith Morris kind of like just like checked him in the side. Like it was it was a hard foul. It, it wasn't was late. A, it was a hard foul. It was late. I will give you that. It was late. I will say it was and late. But I don't Markeith, think his actions were yeah, respectable. Yeah, yeah. And, well, Markeith turned away. After fouling him, he turned and he walked away. Jokic came and he, like, checked him in the back, knocked him down. And then everything after that spiraled out of control. So that's basically the situation. And then on Twitter, uh, there's the Morris brothers, Markeith and Marcus. And Marcus was backing him up on Twitter. And then the Jokic brothers were like, we're coming after you. Huge thing. Go look into it. It's it's crazy right now, but yeah. What do you what do you think? I'm gonna have to take the Jokic brothers. There. Yeah, who are you putting a bet on that? Oh, Jokic. I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm not messing I'm, with I'm the Serbian the boys. Like I. Yeah, so what do you think about the situation? Like, not that what he did was right, but I feel like he's more in the right than Markeith was. Yeah. So I was wa- I I was watching like the Clippers and Blazers game last night cuz I'm trying to like I'm hoping for my picks to come back soon. We're on the, we're on the down low, but we went 3-0 last night. Oh. Um, but yeah, I was listening to the TNT like the, the their talk show with Charles Barkley and them, and he made up a great point. Like here's the thing. Markeith Morris, it was obviously a hard foul and like when you get hit do you, are you just going to walk away? Like, it's it's hard to do that. But I don't think it was – that wasn't the situation. It's the fact that Jokic is the MVP. He's labeled the best player in the NBA. And he's the toughest guy in the yard. Just think about it. On a playground, like, you know who's the toughest guy is, like, when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. The little guy down there usually never messes with the tough guy. But when they do, the tough guy can't just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, they have to prove they're the tough guy. He's the MVP. He can't – like, he's a leader for his team too. So he can't show that he's weak. I think he was just trying to be like, yeah, you're not messing with me. But also the fact is, when you get hard fouled and you walk away, like, why are you turning your back? Like, yeah. you just don't do that. Like, you, if you're, like, that scared, like, the mean, play don't do it. It looked really dirty overall. Oh, it was, it was dirty both for both. Parts. It was dirty on both sides, yeah. But I think Jokic had the right to defend himself. But, yeah, it was, it's a mess. But I, I love it, though. I love drama. I love, like, hard, hard-fought stuff. It shows emotion. That's the stuff that needs to be in the NBA. Right, it's definitely good to see that instead of the soft crowd. Yeah, you know, exactly. In the NBA, so that's that's more it's a like exciting. But that's more action than yeah. we've had in the NFL, oh. which is annoying. Um, 
So Matt, I know I know you're a Timberwolves fan. I know you yeah, like D-Lo I, I, Cat. I mean, I, I dabble with the Timberwolves a little bit. What do you I think mean, about? I, I like them. the players on the team. So. Well, I mean, the Timberwolves have been a weird situation the past few years. They're not really like a playoff team. I mean, they were that one year with Butler, but ever since then they've been like in the middle of rebuilding. But like, it always feels like they uh, they don't meet their expectations. Like they have some solid guys, but they just mm-hmm. they're trash every year. Why? Why do you think? Um, I think like I mean, like you said, um, since that playoff run, um. Injuries have been huge. Um, they had they had that group with Wiggins and Butler and Cat. Uh, they made it work for a little bit. Then injuries added up. They needed to change, and uh, they knew that because Cat uh, and D'Angelo Russell actually they were drafted in mm-hmm. the same class, yep. uh, first pick and second pick. Yep. So and uh, they had I think they had I'm trying to think of where they came. I think yeah they were both high picks, so they had both been in touch. They'd worked together. So they had that chemistry, so they traded for him. And just injuries piling up, man. They And then they got that first pick after a couple bad years. They got they had Anthony Edwards with the first pick. They had D'Angelo Russell coming off an all-star, like his last full season, uh, an all-star game. And then they had Cat, and we all know how Cat is, good good ball player. Um, I think the problem is defense. Um, overall, their defense is horrible. They I think last year they allowed – I think they averaged – over a hundred points a game. Yeah, their defense is a huge. Their killer. defense is a huge problem. Cat is a big body, but he does not know how to play defense. Uh, D'Lo, he's a good shooter, good mid-range kind of guy. He can get inside, but he's a hor- He might be one of the worst defenders in the league. Yeah, he's bad. And he's bad. Anthony Edwards, we all know he's going to be a star soon, but. He's looking up to these these guys like Cat and D'Lo and getting advice from them and. These guys are not good at yeah, defense. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like there's like a pure leader on that team. I mean, no. Cats the guy, but it doesn't look like there's a pure one. Do you think they're going to make playoffs this year? I think well with this whole playoff, this whole uh, play in play game, I think that if they can improve this defense, I mean, the first couple games this year, they, they looked start, good. They, they looked, looked good, great. Their defense they've looked been terrible. They looked great. They beat the they beat the Bucks who just came off an NBA Finals win. They they looked great. Yeah. So, if they can find a way to continue that play style and that mental attitude of we're we're a good team and we can compete, I think they can slide into the playoffs at an eight or seven seed. I think I, I think I, they'll make the play in and I think they'll have a chance then. But I don't know. I it would be a first round exit anyways. There's a lot of stuff. They yes, gotta, they gotta I I I, I think just making the playoffs though for them is a huge start. With that organization that they've had, uh, just years and years and years of missing the playoffs. I think making the playoffs and seeing that the defense goes a long way will continue and with that core of those that trio they got going on with their scoring ability they'll be a they'll be a good team in the future i think but right now it's it all comes down to defense which D'Lo and cat and ant who's looking up to both of them got to learn that's that's an important part of the game so that that's my take on them yeah no i i think they just need the moral boost right now and then i got one more question before we move on to the nfl because we got a bunch of stuff we got to talk about uh, Mello, Mello Anthony, is he a top no, three player on no. the Lakers? No, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are watching, man, but he has been balling out. He's better he's than Curry in three point percentage right now. I think I'm pretty sure he's been balling check. out. I will give you that, but um, you, yeah, check check me on that. I saw there was some comparison with Curry, but I'm pretty sure he's at like 45 percent. Curry's at like 44. How many minutes do you get in a game? Like half the game. He's playing like like thirty minutes, so he's getting some good minutes. And okay. think only like a few years ago, he was on waivers. Nobody even wanted him. 
Now he's balling. But, yeah, do you think he's a top three guy in the Lakers? I mean, you have LeBron, um, you have AD, you have Westbrook, you have, and then all the rest um, of the role players. I mean, I think he's better than Westbrook, to be honest. If you're looking at depth and, like, if you need to get rid of a guy, I would much rather get rid of... Uh, I would much rather get rid of Carmelo Anthony than I would Russell Westbrook or Anthony Davis or LeBron James because those are big name guys. I mean, I don't know. I I think Melo helps the team more than Russ. I mean, he's a low paying player. I just I don't know, man. Like it's it's just a tough situation because these teams, like most of the time, when they have such a super team like this, we saw it last year with the with the Nets. I feel like they have a good regular season, but they just can't find a way to work it out in the postseason. Uh, the Lakers so, will get it done. They're getting back to the finals this year. I understand your point of saying Melo is a good piece, and I think he is too. But um, you also can't undervalue, I guess, uh, Westbrook. Because, I mean, yeah. dude, he assists. He's he good. Rebounds, he's just, he scores. He's just horrendous in the he, clutch time. Yes. In clutch time, he can't make a shot for his life. Who do you think's making it out of the West? Oh. Like for playoff teams? Yeah. So, what? so was that right? Uh, what do you think Curry's shooting right now? I, I think he was shooting 44% at the th- From the three-point three range? What do you think Melo's shooting? I'm thinking he's shooting 45%. Am I right with those? So, Curry is shooting 39%. Melo's uh-huh. definitely shooting like 31. Melo's shooting 52%. Oh, 50, wow. Oh, my God. So, he is shooting way <laughs> yeah. better. So, he's on fire Significantly right better. He is shooting... Four, yeah, see? That is huge. That is huge. Who else is shooting better than him? Uh, Eric Gordon... Jonas Valanciunas, who, uh, how many attempts? And, uh, okay, he probably, has, like, five, he probably has, like, he probably has, like, two attempts. He probably has two attempts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, I don't know how to say it, the power forward from the Warriors, Vigilanka. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, so, I mean, he's, realistically, he's probably, realistically, like, the best the in the best league. So that's that's huge, man. I mean, yeah. I think I he's mean, a great piece for the Lakers. I definitely think he was a great piece. He's like going to help them win their championship. I think he gets a ring this year with Russ and all of them. Um, all right. Among the top right ten now? shooters, he's the only one that shoots at least six. Yeah. So that's yeah. so he's basically the best. Is he starting right now? On the Lakers? Uh, I think they bring him off the bench still, but he basically gets starting minutes. He's basically running like he gets low. starting minutes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Anyways, we're moving to the NFL. Um, my headline for the NFL is that it's uh, uh, it's pissing me off, man. The horrendous, unsportsmanlike conduct calls, the taunting, like the bad calls for that, and all the soft flags that are getting thrown around. No. It, it it's just not fun to watch the game anymore. I used to love watching NFL games. It was just fun. You'd have the drama, like Odell versus Josh Norman, uh, Mari Cooper versus Akeem Tlaib, just stuff like that. Guys going at it all game and like. Now, like, we, we saw it last night with the Bears-Steelers game. Last night? Uh, no, two Monday nights ago. Night. Two, two nights, nights ago. And, and like, he, the dude stood there. Cassius March stood there, looked at the bench, and he got a taunting call? That's what we're calling taunting. Like, that is just so annoying, and nobody wants to watch that game. The rule needs to be fixed now. All right, what about the, what about the ref in that game? Oh, that, that's on him. Like, what is the ref doing? He completely, obviously, checked into the, the guy, and then he calls a foul? Like, that that's just... The ref's... And, uh, so so people were saying that the game should be investigated because it was a close yes. game. Yes, and the thing is with refs is I'm a ref myself in soccer, and like you can literally like just like it's obviously not the same thing. <laughs> but as a pro, like a pro ref, it should be a full time job. Like you're oh, playing, yeah. it's a multi like billionaire business. These guys should not be like part time jobs. They should be a full job. They should be studying film, and they should be getting fined if they make calls that are just horrendous and stuff like that like that's that should be a suspension for the ref 
No, yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, some of these penalties, like if you're just talking about the league being soft, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, this this league is just it. It used to be so different. Um, like you said, I mean, I I still find myself watching the NFL games. But yeah, but, I'm um, still gonna watch them. It's just like it's sometimes it's just yeah. hard to watch. I mean, no, it, it there there's been times where like. There'll be, like, six penalties in a row, and it's ridiculous. Like, football should not be – I mean, it's a tough sport. It's a tough sport to play. There's tough calls. There's tough hits. Yeah. That's how it is. The roughing the passer stuff, it's getting out of hand. Yeah. They need to – like you said, they need to be looking at this a lot more in depth and be realizing what is a pass – like, what is a what, – what did I just say? Um, like, what actually what, is? What actually is a uh, roughing the passer yeah, because what isn't? Because yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's the inconsistency. Yeah, they don't call, like, the same calls. Yes. Like, the, and you also – you just have to listen to your fans. Obviously, NFL is completely fan-driven, and all, all the best businesses listen to their fans, and that's usually how they are successful. And the NFL needs to do this. Um, I got some quick questions. Will the Pats win the division? What do you guys think? Five and four right now, and the Bills are five and three. They just lost to the Jags, so. And the Bills. You think we have a chance? I think there is a chance, but I think what we're seeing with the Bills right now is just a minor slip, and I think they're really going to pull yeah. together. I agree. As we push towards the end of the season here, I think I, you can look for them to take the division. Yeah, I think the Bills still have it on lock. Again, they're still my Super Bowl uh, favorites to come out of the AFC, and I think. It was a weird, weird game. I oh, mean, yeah. the Bills' defense still showed out. They still only let up nine points. But, like, I don't know. The offense was just not rolling. Just and they're going to they're gonna bounce back from that, that. I'm not worried. That's what I'm thinking, too. I I mean, I'm, like, I, like, I'm sure we're all Patriots fans here. But um, yeah. I just don't think that uh, the Bills are going to let the Patriots win no. this division. Their, their offense is having a little bit of a setback. Uh, I'm kind of confused on... This year, their use of uh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I think he's la- used I mean, good, but like he's uh, used good, but I just I don't know, man. The the routes they're running with him and what's going on, he should be having a lot bigger games, and yeah, they I, need to be using him a lot more against Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I don't think he didn't start doing anything until the fourth quarter. Yeah, th- that that really offense has a huge setback, and they need to find a way to be able to use their star players that they're paying a ton well, of money for. Like, like I said at the beginning of the season, the Bills' problem is they don't have an established run game. and like the, the, Devin Singletary's not game. But, yeah, <laughs> like that's just not your guy. So they know they're going to throw, so they know they're going to sit back in coverage and they're going to cover get digs the whole time. And, like, it's just not going to be easy. If you establish a run game, it'll help them way better. Um, are the Falcons a playoff team? They're 4-4 four and four right now, and they're actually sitting in the playoff pitcher. Mm-hmm. And, again, I told you it's a weak bottom of the NFC you think they actually have a legit chance to make playoffs? It's a tough one. For I mean, me, it's a no because I yeah. again the the Falcons like they're just choke gods. Like they almost choked this past yeah. game. I just I, I think it's a good start to their future, but I don't think they're gonna make it. I just don't think I don't think Matt Ryan has the piece to get it done with with no Calvin Ridley there anymore. Um, yeah, for now. I, I mean that offense is they, they made it work last week and they're gonna make it work probably again this week because they're playing a weak Dallas defense on the in the secondary. I mean, minus Trayvon Diggs, but I, I don't even think Trayvon Diggs is that good personally. He's, he's getting not, a bunch. He's, he's getting a bunch of picks. He's not. Too. He literally has like the worst like giving up yards yes. in the league. Let's see. You got. Let's see in these divisions. You got the Bears coming up. You got the the Vikings are three and five and uh, they Vikings have a lot, are very disappointing have, this season. They have a very good offense, I think. Their offense, their offense is a good offense, but the problem is, is 
they're not using they're just not using it, the it, people it's, to their advantage. It's on coaching. Mike Zimmer's been a questionable coach for the past few years and I think this is finally the year that he gets fired and they're gonna look for a new coach. So mm. I, expect I that to it. happen. Expect da- it to I mean, happen. Dalvin Cook, he was he was gone and obviously that's a loss, but I mean they got Adam Thielen, they like to use him in the red zone, but I really don't see enough use out of Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, his rookie year had a thousand four hundred yards exactly yep. in his rookie year, and this guy I think is the next like real deal for the team with Adam Thielen, and they need to start finding a way to incorporate him way more into their offense. That he gets targeted a ton, but like last week against the Ravens, they ran that route with him last week, fifty yard touchdown. Yeah, no, and like and they need Kirk, to start. Kirk Cousins is definitely not the problem either. They have the pieces. He's been consistent. Just, yeah, He's been pretty they just good. need to be coached better. Uh, speaking of, are the Titans a top three team? This is a huge question that's been going around. They just beat the Rams in a game that I was completely shocked in, and I don't know. They've beat some. They've beat the Chiefs. They've beat the Colts. Like they've beat some good teams. Are they like a top three team in the league? And even the AFC. I mean, really, the only good teams right now are the Bills and the Titans. So the Ravens are. The Ravens, uh, too. The Ravens you're right, you're right. I wouldn't I would put Ravens con- in the top I wouldn't three. even consider the Chiefs bad. They're having their yeah, offensive setbacks. But right backs. now, I wouldn't put them in the top no, three. No, But are the Titans the top three team in the league? I mean, there's a lot of good teams, but they've the Titans have shown no. that they can beat any team. They're not top three. So you think they're pretenders right now? I think they're top five. I don't think they're top three. I mean, I would consider, as of right now, with a full... Let's just say we got a fully healthy team. Um, I'm going to say... Without Henry right now. I'm saying without Henry. Okay, without Henry. Henry. Okay. Um, Henry's going to come back for the playoffs, possibly. But right now, this is a team that has to make it done without I Henry. I just think, I mean, right now, it's it's tough because, I mean, top five, you can put it together. Top three, I mean, you gotta you got to put Tampa Bay in there. Tampa yeah. Bay is a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, my number two is the Rams. Yeah, I I love the Rams. I love the I, Rams. I still year. put the Rams up there. The Rams will even have, though they lost. The, the, it'll be an interesting playoff picture um, with them there. And number three, uh, I'm gonna have to say the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, that's fair. If if you wanted to include four and five here, I would put the Titans at five. Put the Packers at four. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm. It's just I think the Titans. The Titans are doing very good, and I don't think anyone expected them to do like this good, even especially without Henry. So. I mean, it's they have a good, well-rounded team. It's just I don't think they have like enough like star talent at least to like make it. But I think they're going to be a good team in the AFC. I think they're one hundred percent a playoff lock, one hundred percent winning that division. So we'll 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 see how they fare out the rest of the season. Um, Russ is coming back this week. Russell Wilson, my man, the man just never catches a break. He's never going to win an MVP in his career. I've I've settled for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's facing Rodgers this week. That's a great QB matchup. Yeah. Um, Seahawks are well out of the playoff picture right now at three and five. They've had a rough stroke. Um, do you think the Russ is gonna like once he comes back? Do you think this is the start of the playoff comeback? I mean, the first game back is against the Wait, Packers. Before we continue, real quick, Rogers is playing this week, right? He's back. I'm not sure about it. Rogers, like, there's. I've this, heard some. I've heard some he different might, views. He I've might, heard I that hope he'd he does. Be back for like Saturday. Yeah. So so, so that's the thing. Good. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna be back on Saturday, and like he'll probably get one day of practice before a game, which. Most teams, like, let's say Sam Darnold's your QB, you're not going to have him play it's the next day. It's also Aaron Rodgers, though. He's it's been Rodgers. Yeah, forever. Yeah, exactly. So they'll probably play him. I mean, it's a pretty big game. Like, the Packers, like, they're all in on this season. Rodgers, yeah. like, if if he can play, he's going to play. So I don't think it's going to be his decision. But, I mean, I'm hoping they play just for the sake of the but, game. That's going to yeah. be a game of the week. I think he's going to. I think, I think, he's he, I think he will, too. But it's, it's really just what the Packers say. Back to Russ. Um, but yeah, do you think Russ is going to lead the start of a playoff comeback, or do you think the Seahawks are already out of it? 
Mm, their record is what right now? Three and five. I Three and five. And remember, they're in a tough division. They're they're gonna have. I'm I'm gonna be honest here. They might have to. They might have to win. They might have to win out. Not win out, but they might only have like okay, so they might only have like one loss that they're allowed five. to get. If they're three and five, so they already have to buy. So they have how many games left? Eight? No, nine. They have nine games left. Yes, nine games left. So I'm gonna say they gotta go at least eleven and six to make it. Yeah, that, so they only the are NFC, allowed. They're only allowed like one more loss. They they basically have to win out. I mean, well, they close. They pretty close have to. Win Cowboys, out. Rams, Bucks, Packers, Cardinals. Are all locked. So that's five teams, which is two spots open. And I was saying earlier, I mean, you have the Saints, the Panthers, uh, even the 49ers. Yeah. Like, you can even a, throw the Falcons. Falcons. There. There's the Vikings, too. There's a few teams that can slide in. So I yeah. think the Seahawks have a chance to slide in, but yeah, they're going to have to go on a tear. Yeah, they do definitely have to go on a tear. Um, I mean, but yeah, uh, we'll how see. about them 16 and 1 Cowboys, Sam? Huh? You are lucky you're not here. The dude is scared to come on the podcast. Sam, 16 yeah, that's and why one? he's gone, by the way. Sam, I, yeah. can't, I can't believe you said that, man. What Six, a noob. 16 and 1, dude. I know it's bold, man, but like you got sometimes like bold takes have to be possible. I didn't think that was possible. They lost that, to the that's Broncos. That's a really bold take. I mean, that's I didn't just, think they would lose to the Broncos. I didn't either. That was they embarrassing. Got killed. That's embarrassing. They no, got the, killed. Cowboys are a legit team. Obviously, I'm hating on them, but this is a team that they're really legit this year. So Still them boys. But yeah, how about them boys? <laughs> how about them boys? Uh, speaking of Sam, Sam sent me his hot take of the week. He wanted to make sure it was included. Mm-hmm. He says, in his words, the Chiefs are done. They will go 8-9 and nine the rest of the season. They may have beaten the Packers that were led by backup Jordan Love. Let me repeat that. Backup Jordan Love. Just a <laughs> reminder for those that didn't watch, it was a final drive to win the game that should have been an absolute blowout. Uh, what do you guys think about his hot take of the week? Chiefs are done. I think Sam <laughs> needs to... Needs to just stop taking hot takes. <laughs> I, I might agree with that one. Because actually. I'm it must sorry. Be hot takes because he has a fever. <laughs> yeah, he's sick in the head. No, I mean uh, stop the. Chief I'm not eight. trying to diss Sam because I mean I'm in his spa right now, so I'm, I'm holding the I'm holding the fort down for him. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean the Chiefs offensively are having their struggles just like the Bills, but they're still a superior team. They're gonna end up being fine. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think the Chiefs are still a good team. I mean, they're struggling right now, but all good teams struggle. So that's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, his, he also said for the Pats that he says we need to sign OBJ. Obviously, we'd love to do that and trade Aguilar next season. Um, he also said the Pats are going twelve and five the rest of the season due to a dominant defense and a gritty <laughs> offense, which means they're only losing one more game the rest of the season. Um, Wait, that, 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 that's who do you say? He said that, uh, that we need to trade Aguilar next season, which we just signed him. What are we going to get for Aguilar? Like a fifth-round pick? Yeah. So I don't think we should sign OBJ. This isn't the year. If we had Brady, I would have loved that. But with Mac, he doesn't need OBJ. We have Aguilar. We have Myers. Um, we have Bourne. We have Henry. We have Jonu Smith. Dame Harris out of the backfield. James White. We have so many guys that we brought in. We don't need another piece to get cluttered in. We're already fine with this team. OBJ no, is not going to come. To the no pass. big names Sorry. minus. No big names minus. I mean Gronkowski. That's different because he was drafted into the organization. I think the maybe Randy Moss. Besides Randy Moss, who is one of the best receivers to ever play the game, um, I don't think the Patriots have ever had a receiver that's like been superior that came to the Patriots and like did well. Hey, minus B, him, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon played like three games and then went True. on friggin' drugs again. True. Same. And, and then. <laughs> And then, I mean, OBJ, 
Eh, who knows? Antonio Brown, he played one game and did good. Don't get me wrong. It's just a loaded. He had four it's catches, like 50 yards and a touchdown, but look at that. He left after a game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crowded. But also, 12-5, and five, Sam. I mean, I love the Pats. Obviously, right, I'm a Boston yeah. diehard, but, dude, you, he goes way too crazy with the hometown. So they're playing yeah. the Browns next week. It's going to be a low-scoring matchup, I think. Do you think they'll beat the Browns? I think they can beat the Browns, but, like I said, it'll be a low-scoring defensive game. They'll beat the Browns. Okay. All right, boys. So, okay, just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finish. later on, they play the Titans and then the Bills twice. Yeah, they said they're gonna lose like at least two of those games. I think I think they split with the Bills this year. I think Do they'll they split. Beat the Titans. I think I don't think they'll be actually. I mean, without Derrick Henry, it's possible. But I as of right now, Kansas. I mean, I'm gonna have to say it's probably an L. But who knows? I mean, without Derrick Henry, like I said, it could totally change the game. All right, so we got NHL and MLB left. We got around like 20 minutes left. So. um... NHL, we're probably going to go through quickly. It's Things are starting to get in motion of the season. We'll get back to that once the season gets deeper in. Uh, the headline is that the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, they finally lost. No more undefeated teams. Um, unfortunate to see no undefeated season, but yeah, it, it, it never happens. Uh, we got, I got a couple of overreaction or fair takes. Um, Ovechkin will break the all-time goal record. That we already kind of talked about it, but do you think he'll break the record? Like, no. legitimately, do you think he'll break it? Yes no. or no? I don't think so. I, it, it's going to be really hard. and it, uh, It's just one of those things, man. It comes down to age and being healthy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, one injury and he's done. But, I yeah. don't know. I think he's going to do it as I, long as he doesn't get injured. I think he'll stick it out. Um, if he can stick it out, great. But right now, I'm going to have to say probably not. I don't think he, I don't think it's. I don't think he's going to last that long. But, let's see. A uh, former set guest, Hunter Dunn, brought me up this question. He said, <laughs> Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, can they become a top three hockey duo all time? And you, I'm not as familiar with hockey history. I don't know if you guys are, but there's been a lot of hockey great duos. But I don't know. Do you think these guys can get into it? First of all, shout out to Hunter Dunn on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because last time, last time he was on the pod was when you guys were saying that I play like D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> so it's only right that I had to say shout-out to, shout to Dunner. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I personally don't know if they – I think they can probably make it to like third all-time. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, guys ahead of them. But I don't know. They just need Stanley Cups. That's really what it comes down to in sports with your legacy. You have to, you have to win the you championship. Win. That's what that's – what good players do they so if they can win a few if they can win like four or five stanley cups then yeah uh the blues st louis blues right now they're top of the central division do you guys think they're actually going to win the division is that is that an overreaction or or is that fair take i think it's fair take i think it's a fair take as well they've been i mean they're pretty dominant no but i think they'll be i think you're underestimating the blues yeah i way you phrased it I, i think i do underestimate the blues a little bit i just it's very surprising to me i mean you have the Minnesota Wild, the Jets, uh, even the Avalanche who are sliding. I mean, there's it's a very winnable division, if I'm being honest. But I don't know. My next thing is the Avs. Are they actually not that good? Like, is is this just like a slide right now, or are they actually like one is of the this bad an teams? Avalanche? Is this an Avalanche? That is great. Is an, oh my that's god. A great, that's a great topic title. That, that, right? one, that one was for Sam. <laughs> he would have uh, murdered you. Every team goes through their ups and downs. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I think, I, work I, think the I think they're going through an injury bug right now. I think they're actually a good team, and I think they still can win the division. So we'll we'll, we'll have to see. Time will tell. Um, are the Florida Panthers the cup favorites right now? 
Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's way it's too early to tell. I mean, record will probably show it, but... Record shows it right record now. Record shows it right now. I think the Oilers are still the cup favorites. Maybe out of yeah, the Eastern Conference, like. the Panthers the are. But, man, yeah. I love the Oilers so much this season. Um, Bruins. This is what, oh, this is another thing Sam yeah, said to me. He's, yeah, Bruins are really struggling right now. And Sam says, well, we should trade Linus Olmark for a defensive piece. What do you think about that? <laughs> what I said before. <laughs> don't, don't do hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's it's dumb. I mean... The Bruins, if you if you watch them, really they ha- we have a, a great first line. We struggle a little bit on defense, but everything after our first line, it's just it's not fun to watch. There's not really any scoring that comes out of it. It's all just a mess at that point. So trading for one defensive piece is not going to help. We just need better depth. We need better scores on our other lines. Our goalie rotation is fine. I love Olmark and Swayman. And even if Rass comes back somehow. Sway, sway. <laughs> Yeah, we keep <laughs> no. We have we have great. We have everything's good in the, behind the crease. Sorry, so. guys. There's just a train passing through. <laughs> it, had the, train. it had to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Maybe Sam should stop with the hot takes. I mean, it gets to a point where it's just you gotta have, no. Your hot takes they gotta be just controlled a little bit. They gotta they gotta yeah. be bold, but they gotta be. We not gotta do a stat bold. check and see if you sit any. I am. So yeah. Are you I, keeping track of it? I'm actually been uh, looking back on past episodes, and I'm a. I think maybe next episode or the one after that, we're going to just review all the takes, see how they go, panned out. Get one episode and just review every take. It's going it's to be the take episode. <laughs> um, our final segment, MLB. Obviously, the season's over, so we're getting to the offseason now. Uh, the headline for that is, oh, man, Cora got snubbed. He wasn't a finalist. Are you kidding me? I'm going to get into that in a little <laughs> bit because I am mad. Oh, the St. Louis Cardinals had five Golden Glove players. That's the most in MLB history. That is great. Um, if you guys, for people who don't know what Golden Glove is, the Golden Glove Award is at each position in each conference. There's one player selected for being the best defensive player. And to have five players out of the whole league win that is great. I mean, that's awesome. So kudos to them. Obviously, in their 17 win, uh, win streak, defense was a huge, huge part of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get into the award predictions. All the finalists were released. And Rookie of the Year for the NL, we had Dylan Carlson, Jonathan India, Trevor Rogers, And for the AL, we had Randy uh, Arzarena, uh, Wander Franco, and then Luis Garcia. Who do you guys have for each uh, conference? Well, I'll tell you my AL pick, mm-hmm. Wander Franco. I, th- I think it's Randy. I really? think I yeah, I, I love Greens with Mulder. Here. I, I love think Randy. Randy. I think it's Randy. I think I mean Wander only played like half the season, which I love Wander. Yeah, he's he a star. Start. The fact that like, Randy and Wander are both on the Rays and the Rays are already a talented team that is just great for them. But yeah, no, I think I think no, Randy's it's, it's got Randy. I mean, the bag. Randy is he's been playing phenomenal, especially we've seen in the playoffs the past two years. So he he is a legit it's, man. It's good for the, I mean the Rays they. Uh, they didn't win it this year. I mean, they got they got upset by our socks. I mean, my yeah. Tom actually goes Yankees. <laughs> I mean, by by Mulder and I socks, they they got upset. But um, I think having those two big pieces, they have a great core. The, they have a great young pieces. core that's coming up, and that that they were starting guys, and that team is a long. They have a long way to go. They didn't. I think their World Series history is still uh, for still the- still developing. For the NL, I, th- I, I I mean, I played fantasy baseball just because I want to get a look into the baseball uh, aspects of everything. I got Jonathan India, man. For the Reds, he was a huge part. He, was, he played all the positions, third base, second base, first base. And he's a young talent, and, man, he really helped the Reds. 
Uh, I love Trevor Rogers pitching for the Marlins. Yeah, he was a great yeah, pitcher. No, he, he was a great pitcher. I, th- I think he's going to get the award, but I'd love to see Jonathan India get it. Yeah, he, he had a big second half of the year, Who? Jonathan India. Yeah, he did. He I thought that's what put him in there, but like you guys said. But yeah, I, I feel like the, the I think Rogers was consistent yeah, Rogers all year. He's going to be a really I mean, good pitcher that, for that. He helped the Marlins team be Marlins better are, I thought they were going to be. Yeah, the Marlins are still like yeah, in the Marlins rebuild process. Yeah, one stint playoff thing out yeah. of nowhere in the yeah, that COVID was, year. Yeah, that was very random. Um, manager of the year for the NL, Craig Council, Gabe Kapler, Mike Schilt, who the Cardinals actually fired like a month ago. <laughs> like when yeah. you have a manager of the year candidate and you're firing them, what are you doing? I don't know there. I don't know. Uh, who, who do you think out of the NL? Obviously, mine's been Gabe Kapler all year. It has to be. It has to be. The Giants were not supposed to be this good, and they were the best team in the league. So if he doesn't win it, I will probably protest in all some right, manner. Schilt and the Cardinals aren't even supposed to make the playoffs. True, true. But the Giants almost weren't even supposed to either, and they had a 100-point yeah, season. Yeah, but they didn't capitalize. That's true, season. but it's a regular season award. And, I mean, the Cardinals didn't capitalize on it, but right, they had to face right. the Dodgers. Regular, I think, yeah. If we're just looking at solely regular season, it's got to be Gabe. It's, yeah. It's I mean, great. I love what the Brewers do. The NFL had a lot of great coaches this year. Um... So who would you go with? Would you go with Gabe? Is it a game? Yeah, I'm going around? with Gabe. I think you can't. I think he's definitely going to win it. So you got to go with him. He um, deserves it. Al Dusty Baker for the Astros, Kevin Cash for the Rays, and Scott Survey for the Mariners. I'm just so pissed at how is Cora not a finalist? Like I'm oh, legitimately. Her, her. So Dusty Baker and the Astros. The okay, Astros, yeah. the okay, Astros yeah, have been good. What did Dusty Baker do to make this team better? I guarantee you, if I was oh, coaching that team, they would probably be a few games less. Like, I just don't think that... The Red Sox were terrible last year. We were fourth worst, and we made the playoffs. And if you do mention the playoffs, we essentially almost got to the World Series. So I just don't know how he would make it. Kevin Cash and the Rays, I'm completely for that. Yeah, I'm all yep. about Kevin Cash and the Rays. He's great. I mean, I think he should win it because if Dusty Baker wins, I'll be just fuming. Uh, Scott Survey. I mean, the Mariners weren't supposed to be good at all either. They had a good run. They didn't. They didn't even make playoffs. So I think if they did, though, that would. If they been. did, if they I would did, be okay with him, it. But, but no, they didn't. So I think definitely Cora over Scott Survey. That's just where it's like the really, Rays were just really powerhouse. You got to give it to them. So yeah, I mean, if since Cora's not going to win it now, it's going to be Kevin Cash. Cash money. Cash money. Uh, Cy Young, uh, pitchers award. In the NL, we got Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, Zach Wheeler. And in the AL, we got Garrett Cole, Tom's boy, Lance Lynn, and Robbie Ray. Who do we got out of the NL? Scherzer. Scherzer? I I got Scherzer. See, there's a lot of good pitching in the NL. Obviously, the AL is way more weak in in pitching aspects. But I don't know. I, 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 I love Corbin Burns. I think he was a huge pitcher for the Brewers. But, I mean, I think Scherzer will win it, but I want Corbin to win it. But Zach Willer, don't sleep on him. He was a huge pitcher for the Phillies this year. Oh yeah, no, they all they all were big pitchers this year. But I just think Max Scherzer. Is yeah, just, I mean he's he's, he's the he's man. He's such a big yeah. unit out there. He's the man. I mean, yeah, I, he's, he's one the of the guys. Like it sucks that he's on the Dodgers because like you always just hate the Dodgers. Like most of the guys that are on it. Yeah. But like I love watching Scherzer. They have he's so many likable players. Every single time, yeah, you just have to hate yeah, exactly. Dodgers. Like all he's, the guys are likable. He's never different. He's lights out every game. Yeah, no, he he's definitely the man. Uh, Al. I'm, I'm thinking Robbie Ray, man. Yeah. Robbie Ray had a great year, especially for the Jays that weren't supposed to be like this good. But yeah, Robbie Ray. Whew. If I mean, it were a first half of the year award, I would give it to Lance Lynn. 
Yeah. But if it were second half of the yeah. year, I'd say Lan- Lance Lance Lynn cooled down. And obviously Lance cooled down a crap ton. The White Sox have so many other good pitchers too. I mean you could even put any of them up there. But and and I just don't like Garrett Cole, obviously. I mean I like I like <laughs> Garrett, Garrett Cole. Cole. I think he's a good pitcher. I didn't think he really had He, he is a good pitcher, but I don't think he had a good of a year as yeah. he was supposed to. Clearly not yeah. too good in the playoffs because he choked against the Red Sox. Oh, that was amazing. I was there for that. Oh. Eight more tries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got years to come. Uh, and our MVP award, NL, Bryce Harper, came into it steaming in the second half of the season. Juan Soto and Tatis. Who do you think wins it out of the NL? I think you got to go with Fernando Tatis here. I think it's just it's it's the name that's been talked about all year. I mean, he was out for a little bit with an injury, but he's been consistent all year. And his fielding ability plus his power with the bat, it's just... He's been talked about all year, like I said, and I think he's front runner, and I think he's got it. What do you think, Tom? Uh, Juan Soto. Huh. So I think we're all split. I got uh, I got Bryce Harper, and I th- I think Fernando Tatis shouldn't even be a uh, finalist. He, I mean, obviously he was injured, but like he he's a, definitely one of the best offensive powers in the uh, in the NL in the league too. But his defense is horrible. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but he's one of like leading in errors and everything. Not leading in errors, but He's very bad. I think Brandon Crawford for the Giants shortstop, he was one of the best defensive players. He he got snubbed for Golden Glove, if anything. Yeah, he, he was a big snub this year. I, I mean, he was he, like silver was slugger, great. everything yeah. like that. Brandon Crawford was amazing. So yeah, he had a great I think yeah. he should have been a finalist. But I think Bryce Harper, he – man, I mean, poor Phillies. Bryce Harper, I don't think he's ever going to get a, oh, geez, a World Series. But <laughs> I, I think he's the MVP for the NL this year. Uh, AL. <laughs> We got Shohei Otani, Vlad, uh, Aguero Jr., Marcus Simeon. Who do you guys think? It's we we already Guerrero. know it's narrowed down to it's narrowed down to Shohei and Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, it's I'm gonna have to say here, I'm giving it to Vlad Guerrero. Really? I I don't think I, Shohei. Don't get me wrong, two way player. He's a pitcher and a hitter. But after the after the home run derby and after the All Star game, yeah, I saw didn't. nothing out of him. Vlad Guerrero was consistent all okay. year. He was a powerhouse on the field, powerhouse at the plate. You you couldn't get any better than him for hitting all year. I think he I think he's definitely the winner. Yeah, there's clearly an argument for both sides. Um, do you think not not so that's your prediction of who you think or who you want or both? Who both. I think and who I want. Okay. I agree with both. You I agree with both as I well. Want, who I think. Yep. I I, I think I'm I'm gonna go with Otani. I I think that he's gonna win it, and I want him to win it. I just I. I'm a huge advocate. I think the future of baseball is going to be most players are going to start pitching and hitting and fielding, all that stuff. And that's just that will make baseball a lot more interesting to see guys like that. And Shohei Otani, he's going to be one of the first people to just demonstrate that. And I don't know. I mean, he's he's almost the face of the league now. And obviously having, like, uh, someone from a different culture like that, too, it's it's cool to see. But, yeah, Vlad is, Vlad is awesome. He had a great yeah, year. Yeah, he had a great year. But I think Vlad just really did have a bad I think year just the fact that Otani, like, pitched, too, and, like, also, that just gives him a little edge. You gotta remember, don't get me wrong, neither of these teams made playoffs, but Shoei Otani, they, they weren't even close to making playoffs. Yeah, but that's Toronto just baseball. was two games away from making it. He carried that team. Yeah. I mean, baseball, it's hard to tell. Like, baseball's a lot different. Like, it's a huge team I know team it is, thing. but, I mean, it's... Because, like, Otani, like, he can't pitch every night. Yeah, you could I have, know. Like I mean, it's if, a little bit of everything. If Otani I mean? was pitching like a seven ERA and like he wasn't good, great. But he was pitching like at least a solid three ERA, and he was one of the best pitchers. He was in contention for Cy Young too. 
I think he was the MVP. He was probably best player in the NL. I think or we, AL and best in the league. I think we might need a quick uh, hot take from Sam saying that Marcus Simeon is going to win. <laughs> I think he would somehow say that. I think he would. <laughs> probably would. Oh, man. Well, it was a refresher not to have Sam, but we, we, we did miss Sam. Sam, we love you, buddy. Sam, we, we love Sam, messing with Sam. Sam, you're the best, man. It's not the set. I miss you all the way up in here, right. bro. But, yeah, it, um, you know, it was nice having uh, Matt on the show. Thanks for coming in. It yeah, was clutch. I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate the offer, and uh, I had a great time, and I'd definitely do it again. So, yeah, we'll, it. we'll definitely have you back in the future. The set is not over, but the Met had to take over today. So, <laughs> yes, it did. All right. That's going to be it from us. Peace out. Hey, peace out. Adios.